Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. A Dear Media original podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Wine Face, where we're breaking down everything the experts know about wine in a fun, digestible, and accessible way, because wine is for enjoying and wine is for everyone. I'm your host, Helen Johannesson from Helen's Wines in beautiful Los Angeles, California. And I don't know about you, but is everybody in Sicily? I feel like everyone I know. Okay, not everyone, but does feel like the European invasion this summer is real. And I kind of realized that the only Sicilian episode we've done was in conversation more about food, about my trip to Sicily. But we haven't really done sort of like a very 101 Sicily vibe, what's happening, what's my take. It's, you know, we're going to geek out a little bit. And I think some of these episodes are great to give just a general baseline understanding of what is this island and what is it all about? I think if you ask anyone, Sicily is a much larger place than maybe people think in their mind. It's big. And if you're in, you know, different regions within Sicily from Trapani to Syracuse to Noto, you know, there's different cultures, there's different cuisines, there's different languages sometimes. So it varies vastly depending on where you are on the island. Now, okay, obviously it's not like a massive island, but I think that fact about how sort of specific but also indigenous Sicily is and diverse is why the wine is so good. There's there's not so much homogeny there. I mean, there are some top growing grapes, there are styles, but it's very unique a lot of times to where you are. And then you got the islands, right? You got Pantelleria off the coast, which has got its own sort of identity. And so we're going to get into all this. We want to break down the, the winemaking and vibes of wine in Sicily. What's more than that? Listen, Sicily is hot and dry for the most part, right? It's the southernmost part of Italy. It's got kind of, when I landed, I was like, oh, this is so interesting there's like cactuses and then there's like beautiful azaleas. It it sort of has this Los Angeles kind of vibe. It looks very different, but it has some of that same temperature going on where it's deserty, but then it's tropical. It's sort of in, in flux and, and it's really kind of maybe what adds to the magic of that place. Historically, Sicily 
produces much more white wine than red wine. And I think maybe this is shifting. There's been a lot of advancement, especially since the 1980s, in not only the production of wine in Sicily, but also the diversity of the grape varietals that are being planted. There has been a slight increase in more, quote unquote, Western varietals being planted there, like Merlot, Cabernet Sauvignon, Syrah. But this is by no means a predominant grape varietal in that country. I just think it's good to note. There are currently 23 DOC appellations of Sicily. So the DOC is like the AOC. These are the government, you know, recognized growing areas of Sicily. And obviously we have some standouts, right, that are more famous like Mount Etna or Marsala or Vittoria. But it's interesting because I would say a majority of the wine that comes through Helen's wine shop or a majority of the Sicilian wine that maybe you're going to see, or if it's a more casual grab and go lower price point, a lot of these wines are not from a quote unquote DOC appellation. They don't have that like DOC tape at the top of the bottle. They're more likely you're going to see an IGT or a Ter Sicilian Oh my God, is my Italian accent so like Tere Sicilian? I don't know. Shit, man. I should really have perfected that before I did this podcast. But most Sicilian wine is IGT, which is a broad category that allows for like Sicilia. It's Tere Sicilian. Yeah. It, it allows for Sicily or Sicilia to be on the label, but it's not designating it within one of these appellations. In fact, Honestly, only a small percentage. I think it's something crazy. I, you know, don't quote me on this, like five to 10% of the wines are grown in a DOC appellation. Majority of the wine is not designated in that way and is more of the IGT status. So if you're thinking about wines from France, it's kind of like that Vendée de France, the VDF, which means that we're not defining what place it's from aside from the fact that it's from Sicily. Some of the white wines that you're going to find there, white grape varietals, you're going to find Catarato. Catarato is, I would say, probably the most widely planted grape varietal in all of Sicily. I love Catarato. It's really cool because depending on what elevation Catarato is being grown at and depending on the soil and the terroir, it can take on slightly different characteristics. So like Catarato that's grown like in the more southern tip or in Marsala, the soils are sandier. It's going to be a little bit hotter. It's more flat. Those wines can have more of a golden hue to them and have a little bit more of like a baking spice component while maintaining some level of acidity. Whereas like Catarato grown at a higher elevation, say on Mount Etna, is going to have a much more minerally steely energy with still some herbaceous unctuousness. But I just honestly, I just love Catarato. Okay. Other white grape varietals, Caracante is also grown there. Grio and Zabibio. Zabibio is uh, another word for the grape Muscat, which is not, it does not make sweet wine, but it does make floral fragranced wine. So Zabibio, really fun to say, great name for a pet. There's also a grape, a white wine grape called in Zolia, which you're not going to find that many like delicious white wines made with Enzolia. It's mostly planted and used for the production of Marsala, which Marsala, as a side note, is a fortified wine that is made in the area of Sicily called Marsala. And actually, sidebar, I, I don't really like Marsala. I think the, the 
country that consumes the most Marsala. It's like a fortified sweet wine. I think it's the United Kingdom, which is wild. They drink the most Marsala out of any other country. Isn't that crazy? But when you're in Marsala, what's what's really disturbing, in my opinion, is it kind of feels like it's almost factory farmed, like farmed to such a big extent, extent that like there were these like massive gleaming like wine silos just full of like I was like whoa that's just like full of wine just baking in the sun I was like I don't know what's going on there I this episode is not about Marsala but that was just a nice little side note for you so for red wine you know first off we got the Norellos there's Norello Cappuccio which is not as common as its twin they're not really twins but Norello Mascalese which is my favorite red grape varietal grown in Sicily. And Norello Mascalese, just to debrief you, is really best grown on Etna. And the reason for that is it's sort of a gnarly grape. And if you don't grow it at a higher elevation, it's going to be just sort of like really extracted, clunky, and overwrought. So Norello Mascalese, when you grow it at a higher elevation, is like minerally and a little bit lighter and has like all these beautiful fruit and woodsy and berry notes and lots of layers. Then you have Syrah, Frappato, Paracone. Okay, so like the list goes on, but I would say the ones to really focus on, the main grapes would be, oh, and I forgot one, Nero Diavola, which is, I think, technically the most widely planted red grape varietal. Nero Diavola. So you have that, Norello Mascalese, Norello Cappuccio, Frappato. To me, those are the iconic red Sicilian grape varietals. And you know what? Shout out to Frappato because when it hits, it really hits. But when it doesn't, I got to say, it doesn't really hit that hard for me. But I think the thing to really just touch on for one moment, and we mentioned it, I just mentioned it in connection with Norella Mascalese is Mount Etna. I remember when I landed in Sicily, I landed and immediately got picked up and drove two and a half hours, literally straight up the volcano of Mount Etna. Mount Etna is an active volcano. People live there and vines, especially in the last 40 to 50 years, have more commonly been planted on this active volcano and the valley beneath it. And it's like literally mind-blowing. You feel like you've gone to another country, but not only that, another place in the universe because you're driving through these roads and then all of a sudden down this hillside, there's this black hardened lava tears just streaking down. Like you can see the sheer force and almost potential destructive nature of an exploding volcano in that aspect. It's really cool. I cherish a photo I took on this black Etna lava because I was wearing these like hot pink sneakers and purple sunglasses. It was a, it was a fit check. It was a cute fit check. But the craziest thing and why people like, you know, kind of hold Mount Etna wines at a different judgment level than maybe other wines from Sicily is because the volcano adds so much more volcanic mineral components to the soil and the terroir. And the elevation is very complementary to the grapes that are being grown there. So the wines are just absolutely spectacular. They're age-worthy and really kind of take on their own energy and are really, really special. So I would say game changer for Sicily. I think that's probably one of the most famous appellations 
Another one would be Cheriswolo divitoria. You don't hear about it as commonly, but I would say from a well-known quote-unquote standpoint. And then, of course, Marsala, which is a DOC as well. But we touched on that and, you know, my true feelings about Marsala. But actually, crazy story is one of my favorite Marsala winemakers. They don't make Marsala, but they are called Video Dovest. And they make the most beautiful skin contact wine from Grio and Catarato. And I went to visit them and I was so lucky to go visit their vineyards. And there are these like low vines, like bush trained vines, all in sandy soils. It's just the most special atmosphere for growing these grapes and making this wine. It's a tiny cellar. And then the winemaker's mom made us lunch. And there's all this Moorish influence in the cuisine in Marsala because it's closer to Africa than other parts of the island. And we had this like insane couscous with like whole steam langostinos and I'll remember that lunch, I think, for the rest of my life. I actually would like to eat that lunch right now. I'm quite hungry. I do think that Sicilian wine really has a different characteristic than other parts of Italy. These are grapes that you're not really going to find grown. You would never really, you would never find these grapes growing in Tuscany, for example. They're very unique to that place. I think they also pair incredibly well with that food. And so there is that what grows together goes together type of mentality. But there is a, some people who do it better, obviously. And that's sort of up to you and your own exploration. For Mount Etna, most famously, there's the Belgian guy, Frank Cornelison, who moved there, you know, probably like I think now 30 years ago. But he is, I think making some of the most impressive wine atop Mount Etna. It's actually kind of mind-boggling. Sicily and Sicilian wine is an easy one to get into. I would worry less about where the wine is from, and I would focus more on the producers and the grape varietals to show expression of place and time. You also have, you know, the islands, and I'll talk about Pantelleria specifically because I've been there, and probably one of the most famous winemaker on the island is Gabriel Bini. And his wines, you know, he really highlights Zabibio and a skin contact method. He's taking Zabibio wine and aging it in quevery, so clay vessels buried in the earth. But I will say his wines can be a little volatile, a little mousy to start. They're better after they've aged for a while. But oh my gosh, that is one of the most special places I think I have ever been to on earth. I'm dying to go back, but it was very, very hot. I felt like I was exponentially closer to the sun. And you know your girl burns. I burn. But yeah, that's just like a little toe dip into Sicily, just to give you a general sort of mindset about what's happening there. So focus less on the DOC, focus more on the producer, and the grape varietal to get to know this. And then it'll all kind of click into place. I think it is it is site-specific when you get to places like Mount Etna or Vittoria. But I think also because so much of the vines are outside of a DOC-designated area, you got to really dig into that producer. Where are they located? What are they about? What are they growing? How does this Nero Diavolo or Catarato or Grio express some aspect of the terroir of Sicily. So cool. 
If you want to see what Sicilian wine we have on the website in the shop, you can go to the website, helenswines.com, or just come on in. I love Sicilian wine. I love drinking Etna Rosato in the summertime. Two of my favorites are the Girolamo Russo Etna Rosato in current heavy rotation, as well as there's a rosé that Cornelison released this year, and it's screw cap, and it's absolutely mind-bogglingly delicious. It's a darker hued rosé, but I'm so in love with that. You know I'm so in love with that. If you want to see if I'm hitting up any other Sicilian wines, follow me on Instagram, at Helen's Wines. And as always, hopefully this was just a helpful mind nugget to get your train moving toward the island of Sicily. Cheers!